0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need
1: parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.
2: O'Reilly right, Auto Parts
4: Hello and welcome. It's our number
5: three, hour three of our little radio show. About to hit you like a ton of bricks as we delve back into baseball. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the Dodgers avoiding Carlos Correa to pacify their fans. That's the story that is going around, and we will discuss that. Why is Carlos Correa such an unsavory character that you can't even sign the guy if you're the Dodgers? And what does the future hold in free agency for Carlos Correa? We'll talk about that and more right now from A to Z, and back to A we go in our number three. Stay away! Stay away! Do not touch! Do not touch. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, allies, as we are smack dab in the middle of your eardrums, coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and considerably powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the nest, as we hang out with the night owls, we are broadcasting live from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from baseball, the speculation machine. Big doings, big doings in baseball. As Xander Bogarts, having a million-dollar smile and then some. As he gone. Uh, Xander leaving Boston and heading west. Not down the Oregon Trail. He's finding gold in California. He gone. As Xander, the X-Man, taking his talents to San Diego. He will schmooze with the likes of Fernando Titis Jr., the steroid cheat when he comes back, and Juan Soto and Manny Machado. Of course, Machado didn't want to play on the West Coast. I don't know that Xander Bogart's said he any worries about that. We'll talk more about the Xander Bogart's contract later on. But we do go to the winter meetings, which were in San Diego, as they are now kaput. And the chatter continues to crank around the baseball. We mentioned Aaron Judge earlier staying with the Yankees. Andrew Bogarts, we just talked about that. So the, sh- the focus now shifts to the other big names on the market. There are two shortstops at this hour as we are doing this in live radio time that are the last two left on the market among the big-name shortstops. You've got Dansby Swanson, later the Atlanta Braves, And you also have a player that is getting a lot of buzz, at least among the baseball writers, Carlos Correa. He might have played for the Minnesota Twins last year, but forever infamous from the cheating Astros, or as some call them, the trash tros, uh, a lightning rod of rage. If you have not heard the latest, on Carlos Correa. We're about to tell you so. If you don't know the facts, then you got to Yeah, that's the guy right there. That's the guy. All right, so if you didn't hear the report is the Dodgers, the LA Dodgers are they about to sign this guy? No. No, it's nay on the Correa A. The Dodgers are not Pursuing the ex-cheating astro Carlos Correa. In part, why? Hmm, let me see here. Well, the story is because the majority of their fan base would reject Carlos Correa. How about that? Now, Ken Rosenthal, who hides behind a paywall on The Athletic, reporting that uh, Los Angeles has decided to punt. They want nothing to do with Carlos Correa, and they've pushed the dirty ball player away, even though his agent trying to get the Dodgers to bid on Correa, but the Dodgers are saying, uh, come hell or high water, we want nothing to do uh, with this guy. So let us discuss. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the Dodgers avoiding Carlos Correa to pacify their fan base. So I say two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. In fact, bravo. Bravo. Bravo to the Dodgers. Good job by you. That's a well-run franchise. They've decided to sit out the offseason. But this is one I agree with. I've got Walt Frazier, Spades, and Turbulence. And we will combine all of these random things together, and we're going to make a cheetah, 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 cheetah. That would be Carlos Correa. All right, so first of all, as we probe into this story, where have we heard that the Dodgers would not be interested in Carlos Correa? I think it was a voice in my head that told me that, but uh, this is one of the few things we actually got right. We knew from the very beginning that this would not fly. And there were people in the baseball media who were peddling Correa to the Dodgers. I never bought the storyline, not one time. By the way, one of the people who was floating the story, John Heyman of the New York Post. <laughs> the man that's got no credibility that reported that arson Arson was on the move to the Giants. Yeah. So a- anyway, the, the, the story was out there. You don't know Arson Judge? What's wrong with you? He's one of my favorite baseball players. So Carlos Correa to the Dodgers. I never bought the storyline. It was being regurgitated. It was planted by Carlos Correa's camp. Scott Boros, the agent, is the OG. He's the greatest of all time, most accomplished baseball agent, all that stuff. He's also the puppet master with the baseball writers. And I, I know Scott a little bit. I knew him years ago. And he's at these these games in L.A. at Dodger Stadium and at the Big A, he has the most expensive seats right behind home plate. And Scott is a master. I give him full credit for this. I see him before these games during batting practice, and these baseball writers come over and they have meetings with him, little little chats, little powwows. And Boros is feeding them stuff to regurgitate on their social media feeds and on their different platforms. So – he's got a lot of these guys in his back pocket and it's part of the game it's the parlor game of the offseason you float different scenarios to try to drum up interest even when there's no interest by planting a rumor it put pressure it puts in theory pressure on a team to actually sign the player it's how you play the game those are the rules of the game and it's got to be really difficult for Boros because like, Carlos Correa is a punk nobody wants this guy right i mean this guy's bad news carlos correa And you can tell by the free agent market and where players are going in the shortstops. There's two shortstops left, Dansby Swanson and Correa. Correa was not a priority. But Scott Boris, he's not going to lead you to the mountaintop, but he will take you to the ATM machine in most cases. And it's not a case of the Dodgers being cheap. And that's The argument, well, the Dodgers are just being cheap. They don't want to spend money anymore. I don't buy that. When it comes to Correa, it's not a money thing. It's the golden rule, the first rule of business, know thy customer. You've got to know thy customer and the rank-and-file Dodger fan. I want nothing to do with this guy, all right? Correa would not fly with the native Dodger fan. And the reason, this is not a cosmetic scratch. This is a machete to the intestines. That's how deep the wound is with Correa. And as Walt Frazier famously said, no play for Mr. Gray. Right? Carlos Correa is one of the faces of the single greatest modern-era cheating scandal to rock North American sport. And the team that was on the wrong side of that, the D-O-D-G-E-R-S Dodgers, robbing the great Dodger fan of the 2017 World Series, that is a capital crime that went on unpunished by the gutless commissioner of Major League Baseball. And there is no, no statue of limitations to what Carlos Correa was a part of to the real Dodger fan. Every man, woman, and child knows this to be true. If you're running for office, you don't throw poop in the face of the electorate. And the Dodgers, had they signed Correa, would have been throwing poo right in the face of the Dodger fan. Now, meanwhile... It sounds like the Dodgers have their own conundrum here because Trevor Bauer, remember him, the Cy Young winner from the Cincinnati Reds who came to the Dodgers, outspoken, great soundbite, and he had a booty call that went bad. Woman accused him of rape. Police investigated, no rape, none of that. And uh, so he got suspended anyway because baseball wants to, you know, they want to get those extra points. And so baseball suspended Bauer. The appeals process is going on right now. Baseball suspended Bauer for two years on a case that was not enough to go forward criminally. The booty call gone bad. And now it's sounding like everyone in baseball believes that Bauer's got a very good chance of winning the appeal and that the Dodgers are going to have to pay him back pay and could be on the hook for, it's a weasel word, but in the neighborhood of $60 million. But when you include the luxury tax penalty, That would be like $100 million, and uh, and be fully transparent here, uh, following the Bauer case, he should get the money. It was absurd punishment. It was over-punishment by Major League Baseball. Bauer should get paid back pay from baseball, and the Dodgers can afford it. But I want to get back to the issue at hand here, and that's that weaseling former a-hole who's an a-hole for life because of what he did. The, the second part of this, as we look at some of the numbers, why is Carlos Correa such an unsavory character? It's kind of obvious because of the, the cheating thing, but it's not just that Correa is a convicted cheater. He was one of the ringleaders of the Circus of Crooks, the den of inequity that has continued on, unchecked, by the way. No World Series for the Astros. They've never won it in my lifetime. They're total frauds. There is no remorse by Correa. And the guy's just a royal douche. He's a scumbag. Carlos Correa said, after being caught cheating in the 2017 World Series, he said he had the chutzpah to say, when you analyze the games, we won fair and square. We earned that championship. He said that. That was his quote, right? That was his. Not mine. That was his. It's, it, it's that smug, fish-eating grin that he brings to the table. He's as cocky as the king of spades, just smarmy arrogance, a total fraud, unsavory, the kind of guy that you love to see fail so you can bathe in the bathtub of schadenfreude. And the real Dodger fan would rather lose with anybody else playing shortstop than have that punk Correa and win. That's how deep the rivers of rage run for the real Dodger fan. All right, final thought. So with that being said, what does the future hold for Carlos Correa? Well, if you look around here, the winter meetings are are done skis. Not looking good. There's a lot of turbulence out there. The turbulent skies, air pressure changes. and the free agent market for shortstops, there's a serious... Shrinkage. There's some shrinkage there. Uh, when you're a big-money free agent like Carlos Correa, what do you need? You need big-money teams, usually big markets, but sometimes there's teams not in big markets that have big pockets that drive up the cost. You want a bidding war. So I'm looking around the landscape here. At, at baseball, the teams that are going to spend big money, and it's starting to look like the Sahara Desert for Correa. Using the process of elimination, the Maller process of elimination, the Mets—they're not going to sign Carlos Correa. They're done on that. They've got their shortstop Francisco Lindor. The Yankees are out on him. They've just given Aaron Judge the riches of Solomon. The Dodgers are out. The Angels aren't spending any money because of their pending sale. Correa's not going back to Houston. The Cheaters already replaced them with the World Series. Hero, even though they didn't win, somehow he got the MVP award. The Texas Rangers are not interested. The Philadelphia Phillies got Trey Turner, so they're set. The Padres, just a few hours ago, agreed to a contract with Xander Bogarts. So what about the Red Sox? Well, the Red Sox don't want to spend big money. They don't want to give out a 7-, 10-year contract. Now, that would be a team, if they were willing to spend the money, that would be perfect because Correa could go play for Alex Cora, the dirtbag manager of the Red Sox and they could, they could trade secrets on their old cheating. But it, again, sounds like Boston is playing it cheap here. They're running their team like the Tampa Bay Rays, so they don't want to do that. And uh, then you go down, and who's left? And you say, okay, you've got San Francisco or Minnesota. And that's it. The, the Giants actually make the most sense. And here's my theory on the Giants. I want to run this by you. So my theory on the Giants is, that they've got very low self-esteem right now and they need something. They need something big. They thought they were getting Aaron Judge. They believed that they had spent the money, they'd offered the money, and they were going to get Judge. And for a while, everything pointed towards that being the case. Obviously, it didn't happen. So it's kind of like, in a relationship and it doesn't work out and then you hear the the, the slump buster, the, the booty call, whatever it might whatever way you want to call it, right? And so the Giants in their heads, they were they were making out with Aaron Judge. Like they were they were standing on second base, heading to third base and trying to go home. And then Aaron Judge dumped him. So now now they want someone, anyone, to help their low self esteem. And what better move here for the Giants than to sign a guy like Carlos Gray, And that's a franchise that would be a good fit. They don't have a lot of ethics there. They propped up that steroid cheat Barry Bonds for years. And Carlos Correa will play anywhere. He would sign with a team in Kabul or Pyongyang if the money was right. And so he doesn't care about that. He'd, he'd go, there's a, a baseball player, a mercenary. Uh, so that's where we are on the Carlos Correa story. It is the Ben Maller Show. This portion of the show made possible by Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash terms. They do apply. Later this hour, we have Ask Ben. Your questions, are answers. Keep those questions coming in. Hashtag Ask Ben. We'll take some calls before then at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Before we do that, though, it's the Maller Riddle, and here it is. This is an actual headline on a uh, San Francisco newspaper uh, website. Actual headline. Do not cheat. Do not look this up. Actual headline. Here's the Maller Riddle. Headline in the San Francisco newspaper. On their website, the 49ers cannot stop raving about Brock Purdy's blank. The 49ers cannot stop raving about Brock Purdy's blank. That's the Maller Riddle. The answer, next.
1: On the advice of my lawyer,
2: I assert my rights under the Fifth Amendment. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
1: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
4: And I'm Skip Bronson.
1: And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and
4: entertainment worlds and sit down with
1: our buddies?
4: You get our way.
1: Christmas without Ben Ballard, it would be a blue Christmas without Ben Ballard, without
7: Ben it takes the entire village to raise up the Maller militia. We need support from comrades like you to get the most out of the Ben Maller show. Have your voice be heard by the night-loving masses. It takes hardly any time to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller, and you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music, like these wonderful holiday original songs from some of our listeners. Also, most of the funny sound bites as well. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You could follow him at raider underscore rob twenty four kosher salt, black pack. one of his special ingredients that he likes to use from time to time for interesting dishes. And now, live from the tire Fox Sports Radio studios, it's
5: Ben Now. Ferg Dog writes in. He says, "You got to start cracking the whip. It's been mutiny from the crew all week. That is true, Ferg Dog. In fact, if you guys don't pick up the slack between now and the end of the show, I'm out. I, I don't even show up to work tomorrow. I have a wildcat strike." If you knuckleheads don't act
0: well, I'm going on to strike tomorrow better. too. Then
5: That's, forget you. Well, no, you're going to Raider game, but but I I'm serious, brother. <laughs> if you guys don't pay attention, do what you're supposed to do. I'm not showing up to work. I'm going to take a day off, so you guys will be punished. I'm going to punish you with a day off. All right. Uh, who else do we have? Let's see, a Page. Then. Oh, I got to pay off the matter. But the the uh, the a the hole fans are not happy with me. The Astro fans. This guy Ivan's writing in all caps, Ooh. yelling at me on social media. Ivan, you've been listening to the show for a long time. You know my position. Do you think I was all of a sudden going to change my position on the trash trows? Do you think that was going to happen? And, and to answer your question, Ivan, no, I do not have wet dreams about Jose Albuve and Carlos the Clown Correa. Okay, so uh, so knock that off, you knucklehead. All right, very angry here. Uh, JP's all upset. He's all, uh, you're such a D-bag, he says. All right, listen, I don't support a team like uh, you do. Your team is uh, garbage. Never won a championship and will never win a championship as long as Altuve and Bregman are there. They'll never win anything, Uh, nothing that real baseball fans consider legitimate, but that's what you got to deal with. Anyway, the answer to the riddle. Uh, Here it is, uh, the Maller Riddle of the Day. Headline, actual headline on a San Francisco newspaper website, the 49ers cannot, can't stop raving about Brock Purdy's blank. And Big Cats, uh, Thyroid, says they love his purdy mouth. There you go. Uh, Joe in Okinawa says purty little mouth as well. That was very popular there. Uh, Benito, the cowboy fan, says the 49ers cannot stop raving about Brock's hot sister. Uh, we had uh, Rickster from the bus went with purdy mouth. Daryl was being funny, but he actually kind of got it right. Daryl in Wisconsin And Supermarket Steve says, who the hell is Brock Purdy? Fair question. Eek in Roseville, Minnesota says, his John Deere tractor from Iowa is what he uh, he says. Uh, All all Purdy. Uh, Hair plugs was guessed by Patrick in uh, San Diego, who's getting a tattoo right now of Xander Bogart's flatulence from donkey sausage. Uh, Maverick says his pink toe on his left foot. Homer Simpson impersonation guest by Fergie. Uh, who else do we have? A page down. A page down. Uh, J Dot says Brock Purdy going to Disney World in February. Interesting. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie?
7: Uh yeah. They can't stop raving
5: about his uh, his Moxie. No. <laughs> Fergie went with. Tiny salary, that's not right. Tremendous upside from the sawman. No, this is an actual headline, sfgate.com, just to prove I'm not making it up there. The headline reads, The 49ers can't stop raving about Brock Purdy's huge balls. Huge balls, Eddie, is the answer to the riddle. Wow. Yeah. It's like, wasn't Petros on Fox Sports Radio? I love her Jonas yes, yesterday he was. talking about Buffalo balls.
7: I uh, know it was Cam the Ram from Colorado oh, State University. Those are Colorado huge balls, States. man! Nah, yeah, those those are. Balls. those balls. I got ball. my mascot balls. Yeah, those mixed balls up are there. gigantic.
5: So the, ma- the Colorado State's mascots got bigger balls than the Buffalo balls, uh, according to
7: Petros. The uh, Ralphie the Buffalo is yeah. actually a girl.
5: Oh, so Ralphie's got no balls? No balls. Ballless Ralphie. Yeah. Well, I thought. Well, these days, oh, there are no male female names. So I thought Ralphie was kind of like a uh, dude thing. So did I.
7: Yeah. Apparently though uh, a male buffalo would be a bad idea to have him come running around a
5: football field.
7: But I guess the female is a little more docile. I don't know. That was my take okay. on it.
5: So the Rams mascot let me type
7: Cam name. the Ram. Yeah. Cam
5: Well not the not the human being mascot. This would be No no name. no. This is
7: the actual animal.
5: All right, hold on. Let me check this out. Let's see here what we got.
7: Be sure to include
5: balls. Type that in. Hold on a sec. You're listening to live coverage here, and uh, we are doing live coverage on the radio. I'm. I uh, click on images here. Let's see what uh, what pops up here. Oh man! <laughs> man uh, it's like a uh, like a sock or something like that, with the, filled with the. Wow. All right. Yeah, yeah. Petros was not wrong. He's uh, he's right. He Mr. knows College his basketballs.
7: Yeah.
8: Yes.
5: Yes. I like, I like the
8: image of the dude just, like, grabbing the Rams' balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that image, Roberto.
5: No,
7: yeah. No, I didn't see that one.
5: Just, gotta just Google it. I'm okay. I don't, I, I don't need to I saw the balls. I don't to see All a right. guy grabbing the balls. <laughs> I got you. All right, let's go to Joshua in Kansas City. Hello, Joshua. Welcome. Josh. Hello. Hello. Hello, Josh. Did you
2: get my... Long distance high five.
5: Oh, that's right. Yes, you're the, the guy. I go on uh, 610 Sports in Kansas City every week. Oh, yeah. What words do you want me to use? I used them last week. You heard me, right? I used them.
9: I did. I, I gave you like an eight on your
2: use of Bulldogs, but you kind of forced seven eleven and ice cream so you get about a six.
5: Oh, screw you. Not but overall, you. good job. How dare you.
2: <laughs> I do have a more challenging list for you this week, though. All right, what do you got? Okay. You got Cactus.
1: Sprinkles
5: and coagulate. All right, cactus sprinkles and what's the last one? Coagulate. Oh, I'm not using that. I, I cact. I, no, I'm not going to use that. Cackle, cactus and sprinkles. I got. What's the, change the last one?
9: Okay, uh, let's do. Uh,
5: come on, come on, come up with something.
2: Starfire.
5: Starfire. Star oh, I got that. That's yeah. easy. All right, done. <laughs> All right. Uh, they're not listening, so I'll, I'll work it in. I All promise. right. I'll
2: be
9: listening. That's for no. sure.
5: All right. Thanks, Joshua. And again, the bit is Joshua calls up every week. He gives me three words, and then I have to see if I can work them into the conversation I have on the, the morning show there in Kansas City.
8: Calculate would have been easy. He, it's, it's
6: no, weak, I think
5: Starfire is is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Starfire. That's more my, my speed. It's got to be my lexicon. If it's it's completely out of my lexicon, then what's the point of
2: that? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: This is Steve
0: Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Ben, do you know the name Charles Kelly? It's a bit of a generic name, but does that ring a bell to you in any way, shape, or form?
5: Mm, What context?
7: Uh he is a uh, he's a coach. Nah, not really. Yeah, me either. But apparently, uh, he's a he's a big get for Coach Prime Dion Sanders, plucking Alabama defensive coach Charles Kelly away from the Crimson wow. Tide.
5: Never heard. Of apparently,
7: him. to be his defensive coordinator, he was the associate defensive coordinator and safeties coach for Nick Saban.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he going to Colorado because he figures if Dion's really good, he'll only be there a couple of years and then go somewhere else, and if Dion's really bad, he'll lose his job and then that guy could be promoted.
7: Well, I mean, I'm. He's, I think I think he's going because it's a step up in, you know, title. He goes from safeties coach to defensive coordinator, right, and then the next step
5: would be possibly head coach somewhere, maybe. Yeah. But just being around Nick Saban, don't you get a head coaching job if you're at Alabama long enough? Don't they just give you a head coaching job?
7: Uh, I think if you're a coordinator,
5: yes. Oh, all right. Well, good for him. I never yeah. heard of him.
7: I never heard of him either. But it's, people are like, oh, what a big get. Dion got a coach from Alabama.
5: Never heard of him. I don't know who he is. But all all about, Eddie, all about that prime time, Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. As the plot thickens. Man, oh, man. Hey, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. And we are going to have Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. Let's say hello to Blind Scott, though, first in Boston. Hello, Blind Scott. Welcome.
9: Right before the bill. Oh, hey, it's me again. Yeah. I went outside for my birthday last night, and when the bill came, I got a meal to go, too. I thought that was like a powder move. Dude, I was really excited when Kay Middleton and Prince William came last week. It was like one of the most exciting times of my life. They went to the Celtics. They stayed at the Four Seasons. They walked all around Boston. I was worried about this guy, Bloom, the manager for the Red Sox. I didn't think he'd even make it through the season. I thought he'd get fired. He's building this huge... Uh, He's got this nice place over by the Boston uh, Common, you know what I mean, that he's building. I didn't even think he'd have a chance to live in it. But you know that show, Cheers? I'm sure you all watched it. Eddie's pretty old. He probably watched that, you know. And uh, she- Shelley Long, when she left Cheers, that was a huge mistake. That-, that, like, ruined her career. And then Christy Alley took over. I've been thinking about that a lot this week. And that was pretty cool, that crying Craig called, too. I used to own that guy back in the day, dominate him. He, he really sucked a connie's crying cry on the air, you know what I'm saying? And I'm... Um, one more thing is K-Dub there or Ethan or any of those guys. And I also have another question for Coop. Is he trying to have any kids now since he's getting married? Maybe we could cover that in the Ask Coop segment next. You know what I mean? Because I was going to recommend some positions for having children. You know what I mean? That could be beneficial to like, you know, moving <laughs> on. How, how, would,
5: how would you know, Scott? How would you be an expert
9: on that? I just studied that. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like a love expert, and I, I got the best uh, pastry from Bova's right now. is the chocolate bomb. It's amazing. I got a couple in my fridge right now. Well, Bova is They're... a
5: wonderful bakery. I have eaten so many delicious things from there, uh, a few of them over the years. So it is good. And you live right above. To think I was there, Blind Scott, I had no idea that you were living right above
9: Bova's yeah, you bakery. Did... I had no idea. Yeah, you didn't even call me up. I would have came down and bought you some pastries. You gave you hugs and everything. You know do, what I mean? dude dude. I got one more Christ question. How much you got left on your board? Like How much is the payment a month, and uh, when is it going to be paid off? Too, I just got that on the Aspen. Yeah, it'll segment be paid too. off when
5: I'm dead. I think is when it'll be paid off. I think when I die it'll be paid off. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. All right, I think. Oh, Scott- you know, there's a-
9: <laughs>
5: You guys going back to the Mets, Scott Edwin Diaz. Yeah. All right, I'm going to close the circle, get rid of Blind Scott. We have Ask Ben, your questions and our answers. It's warming up right now. Ask Ben, and this portion of the show is made possible by Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com. Slash Redeem Rewards terms do apply. Ask Ben is next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows
2: at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Have yourself a
8: Mallor Little Christmas. Let your heart take shine.
5: From now on, your schadenfreude will be mine.
7: Have yourself a Malheur little Christmas. Nothing keeps up at night more than the authentic sound of the Ben Maller Show. Help show bond play. with the Malheur Militia by listening live from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. From and get funky in the, the audio vault of magical day. podcasts and past shows as easy as ABC and 123. Subscribe. And give us a five-star review. Amplify the Maller brand. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
2: It's
5: now time for... Time Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. And it is Ask Ben. Your questions our answers, Ben and friends, for the rest of the hour. In this portion of the show made possible by, yes, Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do
8: apply over to the Koopa Loop for the reading of the questions. All right, Ben, we're going to start with a question from J.D. in Boston. He would like to know, would you go visit a space hotel if you had the opportunity?
5: Uh, if somebody paid for it, yeah, I don't know. I, that sounds very expensive. But it would be pretty cool if, if it was, like, relatively safe. Like, I'd, I'd have a bunch of people go up first, and then you know, there'd be a few people would die. But then by the time it's safe, that'd be awesome. I, I think it'd be, be cool. Although my guy Shatner said it's very depressing when you get to space. That's what he claimed. I don't know. Uh, is that for everybody? Eddie? Yeah. Space Hotel, do you, you want to go up there and check it out?
7: Uh, could they, like, knock me out on, like the you know like, the flight up there and then wake me up? Like when we get there and that kind of thing. You're
5: right, such a diva. No, don't you I want just.
7: To enjoy I, the journey? No, I don't think that would be fun. I don't think that journey would be fun. Wouldn't that be exciting? You're your life. No, I, it would be exci- exciting, uh, you know, in the sense of you know, I'm you know, afraid
5: I'm going to die. I guess that
7: could be <laughs> yeah, exactly. argued that that's <laughs> exciting. Right. Now I'll, I'll pass. You go
5: ahead okay. and go for me. I'll, I'm waiting until other people die and then I'll go. But what about you, Roberto? Uh,
0: uh, hard pass. No, thank you. I don't want to. Hard wanna, pass. Not, yeah, I'm going to die. Of
5: Star Wars or Star Trek. Nah. Man. All right. Koopaloop. No Absolutely, Star Trek. All right. well, me and Cooper's yes, and you, Roberto and Eddie, are no. All right, what is next here? What do we
8: All right, uh, next we're going to uh, go to Double O Mexican. Uh, this is for the crew. He wants to know: Have you ever gotten caught for underage drinking in high school by your parents or any other authority figure?
5: No, no, I did have a fake ID in in high school, so I was able to get an occasional drink, but I did not ever get caught. Uh, wasn't a big drinker in high school. What about you, Eddie?
7: No, I grew up in a rural area in Central California. we just go out in the orange groves and drink. There's no cops out there. So, I mean, we I, we had parties that got busted by the cops, broken up, but we never got, like, in trouble or anything.
5: Yeah. You kids, knock it off, you kids. Don't go on home. To that alcohol. Yeah. Go on home to your folks. What about you, Roberto?
0: Yeah, got caught drinking, smoking weed multiple times, and I was,
4: yeah.
5: Look at that. Now you're yeah. a national radio person. That's right. Who knew? No biggie. Exactly. You Run amok, and here you are. What about you, Coop?
8: Uh, I I never really drank, so so no. But uh, I my my weed stash was found at one point.
7: It, Where was in, it hidden?
8: Uh, in this like ceramic converse shoe that I had in my room. <laughs>
5: oh. <laughs> did your parents throw it out, or did they? Oh, it was bad. It was bad.
8: Yeah, okay. uh, I, my, my parents were separated, but my mom found it, and she found it when I was out, like, hanging out with friends, and then I, and then I came home to, to get my, my weed. <laughs> did she say, what is this? No, she wasn't even there. Oh, I, okay. I go into my bedroom, and my entire room is clean, and there's just, like, a trash bag full of, like, stuff in the middle of the room, and I'm like, uh-oh, and okay. I went, and I, like, I put my hand in the ceramic shoe, and it was gone, and I, and I went, I looked at my friend, and I was like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> and i stayed out until like 11 p.m when she finally called she's like where are you come home
5: <laughs>
8: it was not good it's uh, not good uh,
5: that's, that's funny you thought you were under the radar and you uh, yeah. all right oh uh, what is next year what do we have we all right ask, um your questions our answers
8: well i guess in order for so ben did you end up watching the the pepsi where's my jet yeah, I've watched 90% of it. I got like a little bit left. I okay, watched so most I, of it, so yeah. So I think I can ask this question. Cowboy Killer wants to know if you were the guy from from Where's My Jet, would you have taken the million or would you have fought for more? Oh, I would have taken it. Well, the taxes and all that. I didn't at his age I wouldn't know about the
5: taxes, so I probably would have taken the money. Yeah. But that's a great documentary. It's really well done. I like it. Surprise appearance midway through from Someone yes, Yeah, that was great. Right. great, 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 great. Who had a very gr- he had a funny line when he popped up on camera. That was uh, yeah, that was pretty good. All
8: right, uh, R- Roberto, would you have? A, would you take? Yeah, it? I'm like Ben. I, I think I would have known about the taxes. Oh so yeah, I would have took the money. Yeah, if you know
5: about the taxes, you gotta you gotta fight for. Money. I would
8: have taken. The, I would have taken the money also. Yeah, yeah. All right. What is next? Um, Ask Ben your questions. Are answers. This one's from Milkman Mike for for everybody. What is your worst Christmas memory?
5: Uh, what can it can be Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really had any bad,
8: horrible. I had a
5: we had a great Thanksgiving gravy massacre one time. I dropped the gravy and we spent my entire family <laughs> spent the Thanksgiving cleaning up gravy off the ceiling and the walls because it fell and splattered everywhere. It was a disaster. Uh, but I've not really had anything bad at Hanukkah or whatever. What, what about Eddie? Any Holiday nightmare scenarios that flash up, uh, flashback
7: yeah. nightmares, no. There's you know, there were a few
5: bad gift or something. Oh,
7: sure. There was yeah. that one aunt that sent underwear and socks every year. Uh, practical yeah. now, but as a kid, you're like, What the hell is this? I don't want this. Yeah. And you knew what it was every year, it was the same thing.
5: You'd always save it. I don't want to open that. I don't want to just open that,
8: yeah.
5: All right. Roberto, anything? Nah. Christmas, nah. No. no. I can think right.
8: of. Cool, Man, you guys have just had privileged lives, huh? Yeah, Pretty much. Born on yeah. third base. Yeah. My worst Christmas memory, I was like 13. Weed. <laughs> no. I was, I was 13 and weed. Um, I I was like WWF was like my religion as a kid, but by that time I was like kind of just like over it. But my mom didn't know I was over oh, it, I so mean, like, I
7: remember this story.
8: Yeah, all all the Christmas presents were like WWF related and I was not a good like actor off camera. <laughs> so <laughs> And she just, like, Did she felt bad, a, and I was. you get a conniption fit? Yeah, I just, it wasn't very nice, and I just, I, to this day, oh. that haunts me. I just, <laughs> I felt like a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I play it off when I get it back. There game. is an art oh, to this. Oh, this is great.
5: It, you gotta receive a gift the right way. That is a big part of it, right? Yeah. Dweeb
8: yeah. if you ever see Oh, this is great. Wrong. I've
5: always wanted underwear.
8: <laughs> lucky Land
0: Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?